This is Going Boldly, the podcast. Here's your host, Russ, the big guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Russ, the big guy. I'm up here uh, in the penthouse suite high above Washington Ave in our big uh, command center. And we have Brenna in the house today to help out. Howdy. And a special guest today. And she is an integrative nutritional, a nutrition coach and a whole food plant-based cook. Now, I don't want you guys to get scared, okay? This is going to be fun and interesting, regardless of where you are on your nutritional journey. Please welcome Kian Dawson. Hi, everyone. Did I get that right? Integrative nutrition health coach and whole food plant-based cook. Yes. That's a mouth. That's a, is a mouthful. Uh, normally, you know what? And normally what I do is I ask people, give me your story. Where did you start? And that sort of thing. Today, I want to like switch things up a little bit. What I want you to do first, let's hit them with some benefits, right? Some benefits first. These are people who are going boldly. Give me a, your sh- top three. What are some benefits of eating healthy? Which I think is that, would that be a, a way to, to summarize everything? Eating healthy? Yeah, you know, there are lots of benefits uh, with eating healthy, and a couple of them are improving your overall quality of life. That's significant. You know, the average American or the standard American diet, there's a lot of processed foods, a lot of high fat, a lot of sugar, and really, we don't realize that the foods that we're eating is literally sapping the life out of us. And not allowing us to be prosperous, not allowing us to have um, lots of energy and vibrance in our lives. And so when we make that shift, though, and we start eating the foods that serve our body best, complete transformation happens. Now, I realize we're not a doctor, right? So you're not diagnosing and prescribing. But under that category of what you just said, what are like the top maybe one, two or three things that people would experience? Something specific. Yeah. More energy. Okay. Less brain fog. Oh, okay. I could use that one. For sure. Um, And um, also less bloating. Oh, wait, bloating? Is that like, you know, gas or is there something else? Oh, okay. Gas, gas bloating. Yes. All right. (laughs) Gut health, is that Uh, what it is? Is that related to gut health? Yes, yes. That's super important. Um, The fibers in the plant foods are very essential for improving the beneficial bacteria growth in your your gut. Super. So that's very significant. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, hopefully we've enticed our listeners to hang in there and uh, learn something that's going to help them achieve those benefits and probably a lot more, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And also one big thing that a lot of people um, are finding great benefits with eating more plant foods is maintaining a healthy weight. You don't have to struggle as hard. That is a huge industry because... uh, Basically, nothing works, so everybody keeps coming up with something brand new and improved. People who are on the sad diet are, you know, they are looking for the magic bullet. Plant-based, not a diet. It is a lifestyle. That's right. Yeah, excellent. It's a lifestyle. All right. Uh, yeah, we got a little delay on our tech today, but uh, we're going to struggle through. So uh, give me a little bit of background on, you know, where did you get started? And I'm big on the why. Like, why are you even interested in this? Like, very often people have a story. I, I know your story, but maybe you could share it with the listeners. There's going to be that. There's going to be that one special listener right now who you're actually going to be talking to. They just don't know it yet. Yes, my journey began when I was 12 years old. I was diagnosed with rheumatic fever. I had swollen hands and feet. I went away from uh, school one day. Could hardly walk. 
went home and my mom took me to our family doctor. They told me that I had rheumatic fever and I would have to take penicillin shots for the rest of my life once a month. We know nothing else. So we went ahead and we did what they requested. I was taking those shots for years. And when I turned 18, I started learning more about how improving your health is super, super beneficial and helping to reverse chronic illness and improving my health with plant foods is the big key. So when I decided to go plant-based, I lost 10 pounds of water weight in two months. My skin cleared up. And a year later, when I went to the cardiologist, they could not even detect I had a heart murmur, which was present for the time that I had the diagnosis. So that was significant to me. So all of those things were reversed. I was just excited. I felt more energy than I had before. I was going to the gym more. And it literally added years to my life and life to my years. So I lived that way, mostly plant-based. Here and there would have animal products, but not very much. Um, and then, you know, a couple years ago, I was between jobs and I said, all right, I need to do something that fuels my passion where I can live and make a difference in people's lives. And that's what I did. I went to health coach training, health coach training program at Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Once I got done with that, I registered my business and started slowly. And at the beginning of 2020, I started full-time in my practice. I was doing it part-time before while I was doing other um, work. And now that's what I'm doing. I see clients, I help them with their transformation, help them transition into plant-based um, and just incorporate more plant foods, even if they're not going to go fully plant-based. So it's just amazing though, to watch the transformations happen, but it starts with the mindset. That's where it starts with having the mindset to change and wanting to change and being willing to take action. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, congratulations, by the way, turning your passion into your into your livelihood, you know, or uh, being able to earn a, earn a living doing that. And uh, it's your first year full time. Well, that's a huge, huge achievement because like you said, having, you know, having the idea, having the impulse and everything, um, you have to actually put it into action. That's one of my favorite riddles that I spring on people. So uh, five birds were sitting in a tree, three birds decided to fly away. How many birds are left sitting in the tree? Now, if we're having the discussion, Somebody's going to know, obviously, that the answer is not two. And sometimes there's a little bit of uh, gears gnashing and smoke coming out the ears trying to figure it out. But the answer is actually five because deciding to do something is not the same as taking action. So I congratulate you, and that's a good message for our listener out there, that one listener who needed to hear that today. What kind of um, pushback do you get from people as a coach and a leader in that way, you're not a um, mental health professional. And I'm sure you get a lot of feedback from people who have a very messed up relationship with food, chronic overeaters or dealing with their emotions or whatever by enjoying the food or they think they are. And then that they're just like in a cycle of that. I'll answer the first question. Uh, what is the pushback? So oftentimes the pushback is um, cost. They say, well, I don't think I can uh, pay for that. Well, it's a matter of what's valuable to them. So I will ask questions. What's, what, 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 what are you willing to invest in? How much longer do you want to continue like this? And so these are questions that everybody needs to answer for themselves to know, am I ready to invest in myself, in my own well-being? No one's going to do it for you. You've got to take action and do it for yourself. 
So that's one big thing. But what was your second question again? How you can work with people who really need uh, more in-depth counseling or something, you know? Yes. So, or, or even is, or even you know, is that an issue that comes up? I'm assuming it does a lot. Yes, that does come up. And what I do is I direct them to do their own kind of assessment, right? To see why are these habits continual? What's the root cause of it? Figuring that out helps to break through a lot of, um, you know, mental reasons why. Okay, because there are layers of things that happen. So I just really talk with them ask them questions to help them to see what patterns have brought certain outcomes. And if they are beyond that, where they need a therapist, I'll refer them to get a therapist. But typically it's, it's habits that have kind of fueled certain behaviors. And when they realize, okay, I can replace this habit with this habit, then it's, it's much easier. Yeah, actually, that brings to mind uh, for me a couple things. Like, um, because there's there's a clue in how you describe your service as a coach, and you know, coaching is kind of like forward looking. You know, it's it's a forward movement as opposed to looking back, like, like say therapy, counseling, uh, that type of thing, right? So that's kind of like you're looking backwards about stuff that's happened and how you've dealt with it or how you process it or whatever. So as a coach, you're really very forward thinking. And that kind of goes along with what we're talking about of like going boldly, right? You're ready to make a change and you need to move forward. And one of the other things that you mentioned, which is interesting, uh, which I relate to a lot, which is changing habits, changing your habits. Uh, It's taken me a long time, but I remember days when I was busy because I had calls to make or I was, um, you know, offsite doing other things like not in my um, office, my shop. There were days when I, when I had three meals a day, McDonald's drive-through, maybe over weeks. I didn't know. What, I didn't know what I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't. I was just going to finish that with just saying I didn't know what I didn't know. That's very true because I was there too. I was there at one time. I didn't know that my body was lacking so many things, oh. um, and you know we are a product of our environment. So what we do is based on what we are uh, exposed to. So we won't know any different unless we step out of that and look into something else. And so that's what I challenge people is, yes, this ingredient might not be something that you're used to eating or even have ever tried, but give it a try. You might be surprised. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying something new. I know I'd mentioned it to you previously. Um, I actually am making an indoor farm in my office that's in my home. I work out of the house a lot if I'm not over here. The interim step was that I stopped buying candy and snack foods and stuff like that, which I love, because I know that they were really damaging my heart. Um, I ended up getting a stent uh, just over a year ago. And of course, I was way overweight, but I didn't really realize how heavy I was until I started losing the weight. So what I started to do was I would keep cashews and uh, pistachios and and those types of things in my office and then if I got hungry and didn't want to stop for a meal I would eat those so I'm upgrading from that to I hope because this is my first venture into this uh, indoor farming so I have four shelves filled with um, well they've sprouted so I've got an inch inch and a half of sprouts you know plants growing so far so I have green beans and cucumbers and a variety of bell peppers and cherry tomatoes. So these are some things that I like. That's why I chose them. 
And uh, my goal is that when I make a salad with my mixed greens and spinach upstairs, I, I can grab a handful of just picked, like right off the vine, vegetables. Instead of, you know, up here in the Northeast, we get the ones that look pretty on the outside, but they're rotting on the inside already. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, right. <laughs> especially during the winter, right? So I'm hoping that they'll sprout just about the time we run out of uh, edible vegetables here. Uh, and then also, I'm, I'm thinking I can just, I, like I have an automatic like, snack machine of healthy, fresh vegetables. That's my goal. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, that's I, great. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about it, which I'm, which I'm finding quite surprising. That's great. I love that. I love that because you know what? You're going to have all this fresh food and fresh food is best because yeah. it's got the peak amount of nutrients in it and that's the best way to go. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's my, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm looking forward to getting rid of some of that brain fog that you talked about. I have stopped eating red meat. <laughs> the reason I mentioned that is because I know a couple of people who are, and they are eating this grease, their, their diet consists of all this greasy meat and they're losing weight and they're being healthier. And, uh, it's the complete opposite of what happened to me because I was a meat eater my whole life. I mean, I was like, you know, I was raised like meat and potatoes and I hated vegetables and, and pretty much that's, you know, like I like meat, not necessarily steak, but I, I've eaten my, I've eaten my weight a thousand times over in uh, ground beef. That's for sure. And sausage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do miss those now that I mentioned yeah, it. You know, there's yeah. something about all that fat. That's really, that's the comfort food thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's the thing with a lot of those foods is a lot of times you eat them and how do you typically feel afterwards? Full and satiated, but also tired. Yes, and sedated almost, right? Uh, like you don't feel energy to do things. Well, I don't feel energy. I don't. I never really felt energetic. You're right about that. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't always. Wouldn't have always felt sleepy, but there is something about sitting in front of a warm fireplace after eating a huge Thanksgiving <laughs> meal <laughs> that does kind of put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, many people, especially after eating a very heavy, high animal protein dense meal you tend to want to fall asleep afterwards. You're not really very alert oftentimes. Yeah. Um, and you tend to want to just kind of lay down like a snake and go to sleep for a bit, you know, take a nap. So, you know, when we eat, we shouldn't be like a snake that just, you know, eats this large meal and has to be one and just be kind of sedated for a while till it digests. You know, we really <laughs> want to be energized and fueled to go move forward with other things that we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's my new path. So, all right. One of the great things about my indoor farm in my office is, of course, you know, having those fresh vegetables um, at my fingertips that I can eat anytime. And uh, my um, my hope is that they're going to be filled with nutrition, not, uh, you know, just like empty carcasses of almost rotten vegetation that sometimes I get at the grocery store, or at least that's how it looks by the time I get it out of the refrigerator. Um, so what is your, what's your take on the fresh vegetables, fresh fruit filled with nutrition? That's what we should be eating, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, as often as you can eat raw fruit and vegetables, that's super important because you get um, fresh enzymes that come with it that help with digestion, number one. And number two, you've got um, nutrient-dense foods that are tools that your body needs to function at its peak. So when you have it fresh, that's the best. It's straight off the plant. 
when it sits in a grocery store for who knows how long, it kind of starts to denature over time. So having a garden indoor or outdoor in the summer is excellent. Well, I'm doing something right anyway, so that's good. <laughs> I hope that the uh, I hope the plants cooperate, and that I've given them enough love and care that they'll produce some great uh, some great fruit for me. Fruit in quotes, you know, vegetables, whatever. One of the things that we do here is uh, we have the questions. Are you game? I'm game. All right, I'm going to hit our intro music to the questions. It's time to answer the questions. I double dare you. All right, we're daring Kian to actually give us some uh, some answers right from her heart. Without thinking about them too much, you're going to find out a little bit more about where she's coming from and her ideas about food. Today I'm going to do it a little bit differently, Kian. Now, you haven't you haven't done this with us before, but it's going to be a little bit different than the normal the normal questions that I throw uh, at people. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to name a food item. All right, and I'm going to have one overarching question for this whole process. Should I eat it? That's my question, okay? So you can give me a quick yes or no and then, you know, explain more if you desire. All right, here's the first food item. Should I eat it? Hot dogs. No, and here's why. All different kinds of animal parts. There's no telling what kinds of things are in there. And lots of other chemicals and things, not the best food for humans. That's, in my opinion, not a good fit. And I agree. Um, unfortunately, where I grew up near Rochester, New York, up near Lake Ontario, hot dogs are a staple food. And as a kid, I ate a lot of hot dogs. I eat probably two a year now, <laughs> maybe three. Oh, and I the only way I eat them, my favorite way to eat them, of course, is on outdoor grill where I turn all the fat into a carcinogen. Oh, dear. <laughs> yep, yep. Many people do that. But, you know, that's the good thing about learning new things, right? When you learn better, you do differently. That's right. I've minimized uh, and almost a, totally eliminated hot dogs. Uh, an occasional one if I'm at a picnic, but it's very, very rare. All right, here comes the next one, next food item. Should I eat it? Fiddle faddle. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> okay. Um, fiddle faddle is popcorn and peanuts covered in um, like caramel coating. So it's kind of like uh, caramel corn or sometimes, or toffee, like a toffee flavored sugary coating. Okay. So I would say with that, you probably want to do that sparingly, sparingly. Um, you know, a small amount as a treat after a meal, perhaps but not something you want to just stuff yourself with because of the high sugar content. Refined sugars is not the best for you. So that's what I would think. What are your concerns about the sugar? High sugar actually debilitates your immune system. Refined sugar does, okay? Um, within about an hour or so, your immune system is the strength or potency is significantly uh, made sluggish. So it's degraded somewhat because of the sugar. So it's much better to have more of, um, you know, natural sugar that has some other nutrients in it besides just the plain refined sugar. Uh, my experience with the sugar, which again, you don't know what you don't know, but as part of my goal to lower my uh, blood sugar level and also my weight, several years ago, I cut out sodas and all the cookies I was eating 
and candy. One of the things that was bothering me before, and of course the weight was part of it, but I didn't know until I cut out the sugar, was that sugar is an inflammatory. And so I was having joint pain quite a bit. And that pretty much went away once I got rid of the sugar. And of course my weight dropped off. You know, I lost that first 10 pounds really quickly. So, um, and then sort of plateaued there for a while, but um, I felt a lot better. My energy level went up incredibly, which is odd, right? Again, I didn't know what I didn't know. My energy level went way yeah. up very quickly within within um within the first few weeks. Like my energy level was right up there. And in the past, when I started to feel tired, I would eat more items that had sugar in it, more soda with caffeine and sugar or what have you. And so I wasn't now, now without the sugar, I'm not experiencing that crash all the time. Right. Yep. That's right. It is inflammatory. And many, many, many people, especially Americans eat way more sugar than your body can even handle. I mean, in such levels, sugar is in so many things. We've got to check our ingredient labels to make sure that we're not getting more than we need. Like sweetener is not a sugar. It's no good. It's no good. And the inflammation in your body um, that we're talking about as being a negative thing is the chronic inflammation. Um, when you have that in your system all the time that creates a disease state and you don't want that. So that's important that you want to keep that inflammation down by eliminating like the high refined sugars and the processed foods, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, now you keep mentioning, let me just ask you on this because I've had people say that sugar is sugar, whether it's corn syrup or whether it's, you know, comes from um, fruits or whether it's uh, refined sugar or what have you. So, how, what, what's, what's the thinking on that? And uh, because you've mentioned this a couple times, and I think I saw something also about salt that you had put out that uh, sea salt was better than, um, some other types of salt. So what's the thinking on that? Yes. So yes. Um, sugar has its own, its molecular structure, right? Now, the nice thing about the more natural sweeteners is that they don't just have straight um, it's not just straight sucrose or straight glucose, okay? You have other elements that come. So for example, like molasses, there are lots of other minerals and vitamins that come on board with the sugar that keeps it balanced in how your body metabolizes it. And you're also giving your body tools that are needed for other metabolic functions. If all you're getting is just the straight sucrose, then it's not as effective and your body just, it's, it's overdone. Okay. It's, it's not, there's no straight sucrose that your body is found coming with something else. Like for example, like fruit that you eat has phytonutrients that come on board with it. So that's how you get that balance. Even cane juice that with you know, where sugar cane comes from, that comes with minerals and vitamins as well. So to get those little white crystals, they refine all of that stuff out and just leave the plain sucrose. Now with molasses, it's part of that sugar making process. All right. So you get the minerals and vitamins with it. So that's my personal experience with it. My personal opinion, honey is also very good raw honey and it comes on board with other things. The, 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 the sucrose comes with other things. 
Um, for people, especially who have seasonal allergies, if they get local honey, that can be very helpful. You know, many people have gotten relief from that. So sea salt now, plain sodium chloride is not good for the body. With the pure sea salt, it comes with minerals. The minerals help to balance things out. Our body function best. If all it's getting is sodium chloride, it wreaks havoc in the system. So having those other minerals on board helps to keep things balanced. And with all of these things like any kind of sweetener or adding salt, it definitely needs to be done sparingly, okay? You don't want to overdo either one, even if it's a natural one. You want to do everything in good balance. All right. Some good Does that make sense? Yes. It, it makes very good sense. Yes. Thank you for explaining that. I'm sure that there are some... I'm sure that we have some confused listeners. Uh, again, we don't know what we don't know. And okay, Correct. all right, here we go. Let's keep going on here. Um, should I eat it? Big Mac? No, for many reasons. Um, you've got, well, let's just start from the outside, all right? We've got the bun. It's made out of white flour. It literally is full of air, mostly. I mean, you could literally crunch it up and it would, you know, form a little ball in your fist. Um, so there's not much fiber that comes on, on board with that, okay? Um, fiber is essential for good um, health, digestive health especially. All right, then we go into the the meat inside. The quality is questionable, uh, first of all. Um, and you've got lots of fat in with the, 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 the muscle meat, right? And it's very difficult to really even know the quality of it. But just the fact that research has shown that the more animal protein that is consumed, the more cancer genes get turned on and the higher the risk of cardiovascular disease. So they're finding this more and more. I mean, heart disease is the number one killer in the United States. And it's something that can be significantly minimized or avoided by lifestyle change. Well, I am one of those victims of the heart disease. I mean, to, uh, what, yeah, one in four Americans have, heart, uh, have died. Yeah. of heart disease. Well, I'm hoping to avoid that uh, result, but uh, I, I did spend my life eating as much of whatever I wanted to eat whenever I wanted to eat it. And it didn't kill me at that point. And I'm hoping that I didn't, you know, go past the line, <laughs> go too far past the line that I can't backtrack a little bit. Um, I do feel great. I have to say I'm losing weight. I'm eating better. Um, my I still have a little bit of brain fog occasionally. You know, I have, you know, maybe like trying to remember a word or whatever. I'm normally like a creative sort of like an airhead sort of guy anyways. So I'm sure that people I talk with, <laughs> like interact with, don't aren't sure if I'm just like, going senile or if I'm, you know, or if this is just me. So I'm not sure either. <laughs> but anyways, um, I am, I am doing more. My next, uh, my next thing is uh, get back to exercising. So I, I did that rarely over my whole life. And of course, uh, a year ago, October I had this stent put in. So that means um, I did rehab after that. So um, which ended, which I did great at rehab, cardiac rehab. Uh, working out, I was doing free weights Great. and everything. Got that in there, which I'd done before, but uh, I added that into all that cardio, and then that got cut short because of the pandemic. Um, they closed the uh, they closed the facility down, um, and I did some walking for a few weeks with my wife, but it just got to be too much. She's she's a morning person, and I'm a night person, so walking at you know seven or eight in the morning for an hour for me just was like I could stay up and do it, but getting up. So <laughs> I've yet to get back into the exercise thing, but it's on my, it's on my short list of important things to do. 
especially now that I have grandchildren. So we want to, I want to make it to centenarian at least. All right, let's get back to our, our list. I have a few more. Are you game for a few more? I am. All right. I think you're, uh, as the young folks today say, spitting some good stuff. Do they say that, Brenna? I have never heard that okay. being said by anybody. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, you young people, so uh, you could you could pick that up as a new terminology. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, oh, here's a good one. All right, should I eat it? All right, this is a complicated issue right here because there's so many meal replacement bars. Well, it all depends on what's in it. However, with a caveat, I would say on occasion, if it has good ingredients, but go for healthy, well-balanced meals as much as possible versus just a bar. Okay. So here's one. Now, this is old school, like lose weight, um, work out, and get fit, but it was impossible for people to follow. But let me just let me just hear your idea on this and maybe even how to make the concept work because now we're now we're now we're getting into your cooking possibly, okay? So you could take it take it from there. Here we go. Should I eat it? Chicken breast and broccoli. Well, wasn't that isn't that the go-to wasn't that the go-to that. meal for people who who are who are trying to build muscle and lose weight? Just it's like the most boring meal, like just plain chicken breast and broccoli all day long. Not balanced. So I'd say no, it's not balanced. Oh, you're saying no. So I'm saying no because in my understanding it's one. Um number two, you've got the animal protein in there, which personally I would choose differently. So, you know, if you are going to eat chicken, do it to a minimum and have lots more veggies. Have some complex carbohydrates along with it, like, say, brown rice or um, a whole big potato with the skins on, you know, something like that. So you have balance. Many people are afraid of carbs. Carbs are not bad. It's the type of carbs that you're eating that can be a problem. For people with uh, diabetes, they may have different things and they would have to talk with their doctor about that. You know, everything that I've shared, you know, definitely if you've gleaned something from it, definitely discuss with your doctor first. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's my personal opinion on that. Super. I know that you teach people how to cook um, a plant-based diet, but let me ask you this um, without you know, that's kind of like a personal thing too, because somebody has to be interested to do it. That takes a lot of effort um, to cook at home. You have to learn recipes. You have to stock the food. Is there a simple way to go about it? What would be an ideal meal that someone could make at home that would be easy to have the uh, ingredients in their home and wouldn't be too labor intensive. Say like somebody who wants to start to make the switch. Right. And so it can't be anything too exotic, I would guess, because maybe their palate hasn't gotten to that point yet. Do you have an idea for this or? Oh yeah, definitely. So I'll just give you a quick meal idea right now. Okay. So beans, rice, veggies, salad, Real easy. All right. You get canned beans. You don't even have to cook it from scratch at first. It takes some time to get to do that if you've never done it. But once you do, you'll find it's more cost effective to cook the beans from the dry beans anyway. But anyway, saute some onions and garlic and a little herbs in there. Okay. If you like a little cayenne pepper, you can add that. And then just add the can of beans to it. Are you talking like kidney kidney beans? Have that on the side. Are like red beans, black beans, kidney beans, or are you talking about green beans? It could be kidney beans. beans. It could be black beans. Any kind of 
like hard bean, not green beans, like kidney beans, pinto beans, black beans, red beans, any of those types of beans, okay? And then you've got your brown rice to go with it. You get, even if you don't want to get fresh veggies because you you don't want to chop it up, you can get some frozen broccoli. Add some onion and garlic powder to it. So if you want to do a quick, you can do that with very little effort. Very simple and it can be delicious. Got to use those herbs though and some sea salt, and it it just livens up the beans. You don't want to just eat a bean straight from the can, beans straight from the can. It doesn't have enough flavor to make it enjoyable. So that's pretty much my quick thing. And then have a side salad, and you got a good balance of everything. That was way too easy to eat healthy. You know what I mean? It's not as difficult as many people think. What are a couple of the traps in that meal? What are a couple of the pitfalls if somebody's going to be eating that that might be affecting their their health negatively or or maybe their weight uh, negatively or what have you? What you want to do is make sure that your portion is appropriate for your type of uh, energy output, okay? So if you are more sedentary, you do not want to pile your plate on with, with all of this stuff, okay? You would want to have like a larger and a smaller amount of the beans and the the brown rice. If you have a lot more energy output, you're exercising a lot, you're burning a lot of calories, then you need more of the beans and the the brown rice and also the veggies. Yes. But you want to incorporate, improve your portions, you know, uh, increase your portions in that. All right. Well, that was, that was some good info right there. Uh, Listeners, I think that you have, uh, you've gotten some good information today. If you are the person who's trying to improve your life, you have definitely come to the right place. All right. Well, thank you, Kian. That's, that was wonderful. Um, you are full of good information. I've learned some things today. And like I said a couple times during this interview, you really don't know what you don't know until you find out. So listener, if you've received some good information today, maybe something hit your heart and, and you realize that uh, it really like connected with you, right? That resonated with you. You can reach out to Kian. I'm sure that she would be willing to talk with you. How do you interact with people? Like, um, You can email me at AbundantLifeIHC at gmail.com. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn under Kian Dawson. Or you can find my Facebook page. It's Abundant Life Integrative health coaching. That's spell- Abundant Life Integrative Health Coaching on my Facebook business page. Yeah. Spell your name for uh, LinkedIn. So my name is spelled K-H-I-E-A-N-N-E. So that's two N's like November. And then last name is Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N. Thank you, Kian. I've, I really enjoyed this. That concludes another episode of Going Boldly. Let me know how I can make this show even better. Leave a comment. Send me a DM. I read everyone personally, and I do my best to respond to each and every one of them. And I'm certain you know at least one person who needs this podcast. There's some information in it that we have value to that person, so please share it with them. Subscribing means you will not miss an episode, and it will be easier for me to schedule guests because I can show them that the audience is growing. So please, subscribe. It will benefit us all. As a thank you, I'll be awarding prizes. And to keep you on your toes, the winners will be randomly selected from names I find in those comments, DMs, and subscribers. Prizes might be Going Boldly merch or products supplied by my guests. 
or just something random and fun, but you have to comment, DM, or subscribe to be eligible to win. And finally, this is Russ the Big Guy saying thanks for listening. Go boldly, keep at it, and wash your hands.